The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC. Does audible to run. It's Weissman breaks that first wall. Weissman, touchdown, Iowa! Kirk Ferentz waited for two months to get to November and unleash Mark Weissman. It's been worth the wait. And it's just old-fashioned Kirk Ferentz, Iowa football. Talk shows here in the state of Iowa have been saying, when are we going to see more of Weissman? Well, here's a whole eye full of Mark Weissman. Northwestern wishes it wasn't so much of it. This is Quick Hits on Hawkeye's Mike. I'm KGYM Radio in Eastern Iowa's Tyler Chumlin. Week 10 of the college football season saw the Iowa Hawkeyes desperately needing a win to get the fan base rallied around the team after a tough two weeks following the Hawks' loss to Maryland at Bird Stadium for their first conference loss of the season. 5-2 and two going into the game at Kinnick Stadium November 1 against the pesky Northwestern Wildcats who have given Iowa fits over the past decade. The last six games in Kinnick Stadium between Iowa and Northwestern Western split three to three. It's a blooming rivalry, regardless of whether the majority cares to admit it at this point. Some believe the bad blood is rooted in the fact that Northwestern head coach Pat Fitzgerald broke his leg against Iowa as a player for Northwestern in 95, resulting in Fitzgerald missing out on the opportunity to play in the Rose Bowl. He doesn't like Iowa and has made an emphasis to take it to them whenever he gets the chance. He's been rather successful, as Iowa fans know as well. Not only is this game a big one because it's Northwestern, but Iowa still looking to get that pesky sixth victory to become bowl eligible. Northwestern won the opening toss on Saturday and we were off with Iowa receiving the football. An overlooked strength for this Hawkeye team this season has been kickoff returns and they got another dandy from freshman Jonathan Parker. 54 yards to the Northwestern 31 to start the day. Jake Rudock connects with Tavon Smith for 5 yards and Mark Weissman trucked 18 yards on the very next play to set up an 8 yard score by the senior fullback converted tailback. Weissman now at 27 total touchdowns in his career at Iowa working on catching Cedric Shaw and Tavian Banks at 33 for the Iowa record. Iowa up 7-0 early. Marshall Kane's PAT good. Northwestern's first play from scrimmage was a big Justin Jackson run for 15 yards and everybody's sitting there like, here we go again. Louis Chickapasad had something to say about that though. Came up with a big sack on first down, pushing Northwestern back 8 yards. Wildcats end up punting the football. A pair of beautiful downfield passes by Rudock, one to Tavon Smith and one to Matt Vandenberg set Iowa up in field goal range and Marshall Kane knocked in a 48-yarder to put Iowa up 10 to nothing. Drive time, 224, six plays, 55 yards. Northwestern gets the ball back and goes three and out, punt. Iowa drives down the field led by Rudock yet again with a big pass on third and nine to Kivante Martin-Manley, the senior, third, 43 yards. The pass sets up the Weissman 14-yard scamper to pay dirt again. Iowa up 17 to nothing. Weissman inching even closer to the record now, 28 touchdowns in his career. The touchdown, his second of the day, also marks the fifth straight game. He's found the end zone twice. Northwestern gets the ball back and goes three and out. Here's where things get nutty for the Hawkeyes. On the Northwestern punt, freshman linebacker Ben Neiman gets a paw on the football and blocks it into the end zone. The Sycamore, Illinois native Neiman dives on the ball for the Iowa touchdown. Marshall Kane, PAT, Iowa up 24 to nothing, 339 left in the first period, reminiscent of Indiana from a few weeks ago. Northwestern goes three and out again and punts the football. For the first time of the game, the Iowa offense stalls, and after a fumbled snap by punter Dylan Kidd, Northwestern takes over at the Iowa 18, looking to get that momentum shifted back on their side. The momentum does appear to be shifting in favor of the Wildcats, and with with recent memories of how this series has gone, 24-0 lead doesn't really feel safe at this point. After four plays, the freshman back for Northwestern, Justin Jackson, barrels into the end zone from a yard out for the score, 24-7. The Iowa Hawkeyes were in on Justin Jackson in the recruiting process. Ultimately, he decided to go to Northwestern. 
Iowa ball now. Iowa ball now with 14-21 remaining in the first half from their own 25 after the touchback. The Hawkeyes clearly need to either score quick or have a long drive to swing the momentum back to their sideline. The latter was accomplished in this drive. 12 plays, 75 yards, 6-10 elapsed. Drive capped off by a 31-yard strike from Rudock to Tavon Smith for the score. Iowa 31, Northwestern 7. 31 to 7. Let that sink in. 31 to 7. Iowa gives the ball back to Northwestern after the teams trade a few punts. Northwestern gets the ball back at their own 28. Quarterback Trevor Simeon connects with Kyle Prater across the middle for 14 yards, but he's met by senior safety John Loudermilk, who lays the hammer down jarring the football loose. Greg Maven hops on the ball, and Iowa takes over in Northwestern territory at the 34, with 141 left in the half. Redshirt freshman Akram Wadley scampers for 23 yards down to the 11 where Mark Weissman takes over. Wadley seeing significant playing time because of Jordan Kinziri being unable to dress, unable to go on Saturday. LaShun Daniels had surgery last week. Damon Bullock is still that third down back. And Jonathan Parker suffered a small minor injury on the opening kickoff. Two runs later, the senior Weissman bullies his way into the end zone from eight yards out. 38-7 Iowa, 54 seconds remaining in the half. Weissman now at 29 rushing touchdowns in his career, three on the day, tying his personal high. Interestingly enough, after the end, after the score, Northwestern unable to convert points at halftime. Kirk Ferentz heading into the locker room. He can see be seen sort of glaring over at the Northwestern side in the Northwestern locker room. I think this is personal for him now at this point. This series, the way it's gone, Iowa winning a great one in overtime last year, 17-10. to I think this is personal for Kirk Ferentz. We're going to go ahead and take a real quick break. This is Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm KGYM Radio's Tyler Chumlin. We're going to hear from the head hawk, Kirk Ferentz, after this break. We're also going to hear from Akram Wadley, the redshirt freshman who eclipsed the 100-yard mark in essentially his Hawkeye debut. All of that and more coming up after this quick break on Quick Hits. It's Hawkeyes Mike. This is Wadley trying to get to the end. She does. Touchdown. Impressive freshman performance. Akram Wadley, a five-yard touchdown run that has taken eight games. But the Hawkeyes finally have a 100-yard rusher on the season. For the first time all campaign long, one individual rusher has over 100 yards for Iowa, and his name is Akram Wadley. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on. Up to 10 washings. Moisturizes. Alcohol-free. And safe for the kids. So go ahead. Touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins. Keep your hands germ-free all day. Welcome back into Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm KGYM Radio in Eastern Iowa's Tyler Chumlin. After the halftime break, Northwestern getting the football, desperately needing to capitalize on anything they can get going, clawing their way back into this one. The Iowa defense incredibly stiff on Saturday, not allowing the Wildcats to find the end zone again in this game, resulting in Northwestern only scoring seven points on 180 yards. According to Mark Morehouse from the Cedar Rapids Gazette on Twitter, that is the least amount of yardage the Wildcats have had in 93 games. Iowa did find the end zone once more in the, in the fourth quarter on the offensive side of the ball with about three minutes left. The redshirt freshman Akram, Akram Wadley with the five-yard touchdown run. 
Akram Wadley is one of these guys that he was kind of the scout team back. We saw him in the spring game, looked good, but he wasn't really playing a significant role uh, for the Hawkeyes. So going into the season, he was kind of, I don't want to say the odd man out because he is a redshirt freshman. You've got Mark Weissman as well as Damon Bullock. They're both going to graduate. You're going to see more Jonathan Parker. You're going to see more Akram Wadley, more LaShun Daniels going forward probably. Hopefully he can get healthy, but Akram Wadley looked fantastic. We'll get to his stat line here in a moment when we go over stats, but he looked great. He's one of these kids that he runs hard. He's got some good speed to him. If you can put on some weight, I think he can definitely be a legitimate Big Ten back. So he gets the touchdown. After the game, he was he was asked about getting his opportunity. And listen to how Akram Wildly approaches this. Kid sounds pretty excited. Great feeling, great feeling. I've been having dreams about it. When he told me to go in, I'm like, wow, it's crazy. And the fans is just ridiculous. They just unbelievable. Earlier in the game, Wadley did have a fumble, and everyone knows that Kirk Ferentz tends to go away from guys when they make mistakes. We saw this from Jonathan Parker earlier in the year. It was a couple games before we started seeing Parker again, but Jonathan Parker's overcome it, and Akram Wadley, he thought the game may have been over for him after the fumble in this one, but he overcame it, took on the challenge, and ultimately came in back in the game and had some great success for the Hawkeyes. When I fumbled, I'm like, oh man, it's, it's, it's over. But um, Coach Whitey told me to shake it off. It, it happens to the best of us, and to shake it off, on to the next play. And I just got mad and just had to make up for that fumble. The big storyline this season on the offensive side of the ball really for the Hawkeyes has been the quarterback quandary or controversy between Jake Rudock and C.J. Beathard. Beathard did enter the game in the fourth quarter to orchestrate orchestrate that drive uh, capped off by the Wadley touchdown. Marshall Kane also booted in a 24-yarder in the fourth quarter as well. Impressive win for the Hawkeyes, 48-7. to It makes the Hawks bowl eligible for the 13th time in the past 14 seasons. 6-2 and two on the year, 3-1 and one in the Big Ten. Going forward, the Hawkeyes have Minnesota in Minneapolis next weekend. Could be very very interesting as we go forward into the season here because Iowa now very much so in the thick of things as far as the Big Ten West is concerned and it seemed that everyone was kind of off the wagon a couple weeks ago after the Hawkeyes lost to Maryland but in reality they're very much so in the thick of things. I much like many other people really don't care for the whole control your own destiny. I don't really care for it. I don't think it's really something that people need to necessarily say or talk about because all in all, you always control your own destiny. If you win, if you're able to, if you're able to win your games, that's all you can really do. That's all you can really control. So going forward, I think Iowa does control their own destiny, but as we mentioned so often, that is always the case. Before we get to some stats here, here's Kirk Ferentz on the offensive production from the Iowa Hawkeyes and how they kind of broke through against Northwestern. Last couple games, we've moved the ball and, uh, you know, they've been productive, but we haven't done a good job after that. So it was good to see us keep pushing forward after we after we uh, got that first series in. Hawkeyes really able to get the passing game going as well as the run game. Here's uh, Kirk Ferentz evaluating his junior quarterback, Jake Rudock. I thought he was right on top of his game and uh, he made some really nice throws out there, made some nice checks for us, uh, really had a good feel for what they were doing. And uh, I don't want to say flawless, but it looked like he played pretty well out there. They were finally able to break through the run game yet again. Akram Wadley having over 100 yards and Mark Weissman having right there at 94 yards. Here's what Kirk Ferentz had to say about his offensive running attack against Northwestern. Yeah, it looked better, certainly. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to work on it. If we're going to be a good, we have to run the ball effectively. And uh, Mark gave us, uh, you know, gave us good juice there, especially in that first half. And then uh, we were able to get him out in the second half, which was a good thing, and get uh, get Akram some carries. He hasn't really played very much, as you know. So uh, it was a good benefit. 
benefit to. But we're, you know, we're going to need everybody. And uh, today's a good example. We had a couple guys that couldn't dress, couldn't play. And uh, it was good to get Akram up and running. Stat lines from this game, the Iowa Hawkeyes dominating pretty much in every stat. First downs, 24 for Iowa, 13 for Northwestern. Total offensive yards, Iowa 483, Northwestern 180. The Hawkeyes ran 71 plays, Northwestern ran 67 plays. Net yards rushing, Iowa 221, Northwestern 105. Net yards passing, Iowa 262, Northwestern 75. Northwestern 9 of 24, Iowa 17 of 25. Passing touchdowns, the Hawkeyes were the only team to have a touchdown passing, and it was only one. Penalty yards, both teams have five penalties. Northwestern penalized 53 yards, Iowa penalized 35 yards. Kickoff yards, Northwestern had two for 130, Iowa had nine for 552. Uh, Marshall Kane looking very good in the kickoff game yet again. Kickoff returns for the Hawkeyes, one for 54, the big one for Jonathan Parker early on in the game. Possession time, Iowa 32-57, Northwestern 27-03. Third downs, Iowa 8 of 14, another great day on third down for the Hawkeyes, 4 of 15 for Northwestern. Fourth downs, Iowa 0 of 1, Northwestern 1 of 2. Red zone scores, Iowa's really turned it around in this category. 5 of 5, 4 touchdowns, 1 field goal. Northwestern only 1 of 2. They were only in the red zone twice, and the one time they did score, Iowa did give the ball up at their own 18. Individual statistics for the Northwestern Wildcats. Justin Jackson, 24 rushes, 96 yards, and 1 touchdown. Warren Long had 11 touches for 55 yards. Trayvon Green had 1 touch for 5 yards. Kind of surprising considering the game plan. Zach Oliver, 1 for 2. Miles Schuler had 1 for minus 6, and Trevor Simeon had 5 for minus 47. Passing, Trevor Simeon, 8 for 18, 68 yards, along of 24. He was sacked 5 times. Zach Oliver, 1 pass for 6 yards. Receiving, Kyle Prater had three catches, 22 for Northwestern. Justin Jackson, two for 10. Mike McHugh, one for 24. Dickerson had one for nine. Zott had one for seven. Tony Jones had one for three. For the Hawkeyes, on the rushing side of things, Akram Wadley, 15 carries, 108 yards, gained 106 net yards, one touchdown. It's the first 100-yard rusher the Iowa Hawkeyes have had since Jordan Kinziri in the Purdue game in 2013. Mark Weissman, 20 carries, 94 yards, three touchdowns, ties this career high. C.J. Beathard, three carries, 23 yards. Jake Rudock also had five carries for 11 yards. Damon Bullock had two carries for four yards. Passing, another great day for Jake Rudock, 12 for 19, 239 yards, one touchdown along of 43. C.J. Beathard, five of six for 12 yards as a long, 23 total yards. Receiving, Matt Vandenberg had a nice day, five catches, 90 yards. Devon Smith, four for 76. Devontae Martin-Manley, three for 66. Devon Powell, two for two. Jacob Hillier had one for 12. Ray Hamilton, the tight end, one for 11. And Macon Pleva, one Four five. Connor Cornbreath, two punts, 74 yards, a long 48 average, 37 on the day. Punt returns, Riley McCarron struggled in that category. Two punt returns for minus 10 yards. Ben Neiman also had the big punt block for the touchdown. Consider that one return for 17 yards. Kickoff returns, Iowa only had one. It was to open the game. One return, Jonathan Parker, 54 yards. Marshall Kane, perfect on the day. Yet again, that's eight in a row for Kane. First quarter, 943 from 48 yards. That one's good in the fourth quarter with 1347 left in the contest for 24 yards. Defensive stats for the Hawkeyes, leading the way in tackles. 12 tackles for John Loudermilk, the safety. Jordan Lomax had 7 tackles. Josie Jewell had 6 tackles. He stepped in for the sophomore Reggie Spearman, who was on his suspension. Uh, Drew Ott also got another sack. That's his 8th of the season. That ties him for 2nd in the Big Ten. He had 6 total tackles. Louis Chikopasad, the Big Ten co-defensive player of the week. He had 3 sacks, 5 tackles on the day. That was in minus 29 yards for Northwestern coming from Trinka Passat. Travis Perry had 5 tackles, 1 sack for Perry as well. 
Nate Meyer had five tackles. Quentin Alston, five tackles. Greg Maben, Cole Fisher, and uh, Carl Davis all have four tackles. Jaleel Johnson had three. Desmond King had two. Anthony Gare had two. Maurice Fleming, Riley McMinn, Akram Wadley, Mike Hardy, Ben Neiman, Sean Draper, Malik Rucker, and Bo Bauer all recorded one tackle on the day. Final, Kinnick Stadium, 48-7. to The Iowa Hawkeyes blow the doors off of Northwestern. The Wildcats, tough game for Northwestern. They've got to bounce back. Iowa gets an opportunity to go to TCF Bank Stadium next weekend in Minneapolis. It's been a house of horrors for the Hawkeyes until last season. They were able to kind of handle Minnesota. Should be interesting. Iowa receiving some votes in the AP Top 25 this week. If Iowa were to get a victory over Minnesota, Iowa could potentially be in the rankings. Still a long way off, though, for the Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes have four games left at Minnesota. Then they'll travel to Illinois. Then they'll come home to play against Wisconsin. And then that Black Friday game after Thanksgiving, they will play host to Nebraska. Every game matters with Iowa being right in the thick of things at this point in time. You take a look at the standings in the Big Ten West. Iowa trying to vie for that spot to get to Indianapolis. You've got 4-1 and one Nebraska in the conference. Minnesota's 3-1 and one tied with Iowa. 3-1 and one as well as Wisconsin. 3-1. and one. All three of those teams are 6-2. and two. Nebraska's 8-1. and one. Their only loss coming to Michigan State. Northwestern's 2-3 and three in the conference, now falling to 3-5. and five. Illinois is 1-4. Purdue's also 1-4 in the conference. Illinois 4-5 and five overall, 3-6 and six overall. It really is a four-team race at this point. Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Nebraska. More on that. We'll learn what happens on Saturday when the Hawkeyes travel up north to TCF Bank Stadium to play the Golden Gophers of Minnesota. This has been Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike, HawkeyesMike.com. I'm KGYM Radio in Eastern Iowa's Tyler Chumlin. Credit to the Big Ten Network for the clip that started this program. We'll be back next Monday following the Hawkeyes and the Golden Gophers from TCF Bank Stadium. Thank you for listening. This is Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike. And broadcast school has really paid off. This has been a presentation of Hawkeyes Mike, LLC.